ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Let's get ready to ball talk. <laughs> Matic or Jordan Flegel, big dog ball talk. The NBA playoffs, <laughs> conference finals. Uh, Here we go. Uh, hope everybody is uh, had a great long weekend for all that uh, that observed north of the border. And uh, yeah, we're coming up on uh, yeah, what, what's, what's it called? It's not the is it the Labor Day? What is it? Uh, there's a the United States no, version coming it's their up soon. Memorial Day. Memorial, Memorial Day. Day, right? Uh, yep. They're, they're the, so you guys, I'm sure you're 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 hoping uh, you're you're wishing away the days working for the weekend, uh, and we definitely can't blame you here. Uh, Matt, I go to Jordan Flegel. Big Doug Ball talk. Jordan, uh, uh-huh. before we uh, we get into everything here, uh, you know, I have to have to make a quick shout out uh, to to one of the oh God. one one of the biggest big dogs out there. Uh, my dog Iris turning eleven today. <laughs> the big one, one, the crusty Chihuahua herself. She's uh, oh still still motoring, 11. man. Eleven years fucking old. Uh, oh and, uh, wow! Yeah, you you can't tell, man. You just can't. We gotta, uh, but we gotta Iris, put a picture. We gotta put a picture of her up on mm-hmm. so, so people can see because uh, I always said your two dogs sh- are the real big dogs. They should be like the our our, uh, our mascots, our logos mm-hmm. or whatever. Wow, eleven! Happy birthday, Iris! I love Iris. She she loves it when I come around. She mm-hmm. uh, she she loves me, man. Yep, yep. And I love uh, her. She's a uh, she's she's a special gal. So happy birthday, Iris! Uh, this is a this 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 episode dedicated What'd you get to her? you. Oh, we, we, we got her lots of stuff, man. This is going to be a, a, a hoot nanny of a night. Uh, she even, uh, yeah, it wasn't actually planned to, to happen on her birthday. She's even getting a groom today. It's going it's to oh. be great, man. This is going to be a, a wild, wacky uh, evening for, for her. So, uh, it, and, Let's you know what? Let's fucking go. It has been in the NBA as well, Jordan. So let's get right into it. Uh, you know, yeah, we're, yeah. We, we we don't want to. Uh, we're we're, we're going to get to. We're going to touch on uh, the current status of the Miami Heat and Boston Celtics uh, in, in a couple seconds. You guys just have to wait on that. But first, we got to sing the praises of Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, and the Denver Nuggets. We're moving mm-hmm. on to the first NBA Finals in franchise history. Uh, you know what? This is what it's all about, Jordan. It's all about these stories. It's all about getting to see teams that have never done something get the, all the way. Fans who have been dedicated and waiting for so long. Uh, you know, I, for, for us personally, I mean, I remember uh, very well, you know, when the, the Raptors defeated the Bucks and they got in there for the first time. Uh, it's yep. a definitely a, a one-of-a-kind feeling. Almost feels better than winning the championship in a weird way, uh, yeah. making it to the yeah. finals first. Because uh, because uh, at the end of the day, once you get there, you're you're usually just kind of happy that you you made it there. If you lose, it sucks, yep. but at least you got there. Um, but and we've never lost there, Matt. Nope. Never lost one and uh, zero, bitch. I, like I Jordan, would, <laughs> I would love to get there again, but uh, it'll probably be another uh, thirty years. Uh, but to look at it right now, I mean, there's a lot to uh, lot to talk about here uh, from this game and uh, perspectives from around the series. Uh, but but first, Jordan, I mean. I said this before. I got a couple players. Uh, you know, I, I don't say it often, but I think now at this point we really do have to start talking about it. Uh, not only the potential of Nikola Jokic being the best basketball player on the planet, but do you think hypothetically, if the the Nuggets can pull this off, they can win the championship. Maybe Jokic even wins the Finals MVP. Do you think he could compete to become yeah. the best center of all time? Oh. That's a that's a good question, Matt. Because I think he's, he's going to fill up the box scores, but when his career is all said and done, yeah, he's going yeah. to have uh, amazing stat totals. You will have at least two yeah. MVPs, uh, and in this hypothetical situation, at least one ring. Uh, and he's only twenty eight years yeah. old. Uh, this is kind of very similar to kind of Giannis, uh, you know, uh, with with him and uh, the current status of power forwards uh, and winning that championship uh, and especially the Finals MVP really does make a big difference here. And uh, I, yeah, I think yeah. of any player right now out there, uh, Jokic is one of those guys you might actually have to watch. And it's pretty cool because I don't think that we've talked about a uh, you know maybe a an all time great center like this like legitimately since Dwight. And even then, I yeah. think that you know Jokic yeah. is uh, leaps and bounds ahead of you know, of Dwight even at his peak. Yeah, yeah. And again, I mean to be to be fair to Dwight, he did lead his team to the finals, which is you know what, what all Jokic has accomplished so far. Like Dwight, Dwight got that Magic team to the finals, and they. Uh, you know, they had a bunch of other things and shooting around him, but it was because of him that they got there. He was by mm-hmm. far their best player. Um, they didn't Dwight. win. They didn't win. Yeah. 
God. He's having fun over there in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. recruiting everybody, man. I love Dwight. Someone's like, he can never come back to the NBA. And it's true. It was true before, but even more true now. But shout out Dwight. Um, but uh, like, yeah, when you look at Jokic, like, obviously, like the center position is such a, you know, like historically, it's just, it's like the toughest one to crack. Like, you know, you yeah. have the the godfather trio, Kareem, uh, Russell and Wilt. Uh, you know, he's, he's not on that level yet, obviously. And it would be absolutely insane if somehow he were, he would have to win, you know, so, so many rings, uh, cause those guys were just dominant from the second they stepped foot in the NBA. Yoga yeah. just kind of had this sort of comeuppance, uh, you know, throughout time and, and to get where he is now. Um, and then you've got, you know, guys like, like behind them, I put guys like Hakeem and Shaq, um, and, yeah. and you can throw, throw guys like, you know, Bill Walton in there with the old heads all love because he mm-hmm. was so good, but he got injured. But I think if you're looking at Jokic, like, like again, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. They're going to be favored. Uh, I mean, I I don't know if <laughs> if somehow the Celtics do the impossible, maybe the Celtics will be favored. But, you know, if, if, if we're talking about a Heat Nuggets finals, the Nuggets are going to be heavily favored, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, they're going to have the home court advantage. So, you know, if, if, if the Nuggets go on and win, then – Again, kind of like you know, we're talking about with with uh, with with Dwight. Then then Jokic will have sort of um, done what someone like Walton did, which was one really super dominant season that everyone harkens back to, where he won the MVP, won the Finals MVP. That, that I think that was '77, that Blazers championship mm-hmm. everyone talks about. So you've got guys like that. Um, but then like when you when you keep going down to like the next level of like. And God, there's been so many great centers, so I might be forgetting people. But like, uh, oh well, Moses Malone also is in that group with with Shaq yeah, and uh, yeah. and um, and Hakeem. But you've got guys like David Robinson and Patrick Ewing and guys like that. Sort of that that third tier. I think Jokic is already sort of in that mix. Like with two mm-hmm. MVPs, two MVPs is no joke, and a third MVP that or a, a third year where everyone's going to say like, if you win the title, it's kind of like what Giannis did, where he won the two MVPs. History. Yeah, you're going to look back on it and be like, well, he didn't win MVP, but he was clearly better than the guy who won. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took his team to the finals and, you know, potentially won it if, if that's what's going to go on and happen. So that this three year stretch Jokic is on is pretty uh, crazy historically. And oh, then, yeah. Yeah. L- I, like I, you I said, triple double. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and like you said, like the numbers are going to to back it up um, and they're going to jump out at you more than th- these other guys like, you know most centers, you know, they have the scoring and the rebounding stats, but they don't really have the crazy efficiency, especially from three. Like none of these guys, none of these fucking centers shot threes, whereas Jokic will shoot them. And uh, I think I saw the stat for this series. He was over 50% from three. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not on a high volume, but to have a center who can do that um, and, and just, you know, and he's just as efficient as those others, as, as, the, as those other guys, if not more, and he's taking yeah. more jump shots than them. Um, and then, yeah, you throw in the assist, the triple double numbers, all that stuff. So, so I think it's tough. The center's the center spot, like, you know, right now, I think he's just in my head again, I'd have to really fucking lay it out because there's been so many good guys, but right now he's like in that top 10 range. I don't know if I'm prepared to put him in there, but Mm -hmm. in my, my gut saying he probably, you know, if his career plays out even a little bit as I'm expecting is that he ends up as a top 10 center all time maybe maybe scratching the top five i don't know maybe that's a bit much I, i'm not sure but I, I don't know. the top I mean, 10 i think, I think is could, there for him i think he might already be a top 10 center all time yeah, uh, yeah. like like maybe like uh, 10 or 9 but i think you know again like you throw a championship yeah. in there he has a couple more uh, you know just consistent seasons i'm not he doesn't have to win any more mvps like just you know yeah. i it, it, i mean hell if uh, this is really down the road if he can win in like two championships then i mean yeah. now we're really yeah. cooking with gas because again I, I I would go as far as to say he's the best center in the last 30 years. I mean, I was always a, a very, like, I, I've always been very split between Embiid and Jokic uh, and, and who I would rather have. But at this point, uh, you know, I, I've seen yeah, enough. I'm ready. Like, it, I, it, it used to be close. It did used yeah, to be yeah. close. And now it's it's very yeah. clear that Jokic is the better player. Uh, and that's not it's not meant to be a slight to Embiid. It's just that, you know, that that's just the fact. Uh, yeah. Like, if Embiid was as good as Jokic, he would be in the same situation as him right now. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, as great as Jokic has been, 
we also need to kind of shout out the the Kitchener boy, the Canadian, the Canuck, uh, Jamal Murray. Uh, because he again sensational. You know, thirty points, uh, fifty and forty from the field in the three point range, respectively, uh, in the series. Uh, just just tearing it up uh, against the Lakers. Something that you know uh, I kind of thought might happen. I also thought that you know maybe they would kind of exploit him on defense a little bit, but his defense. Was great this whole series. Uh, you know, it, yeah. even coming down to the very last play, there gets his hand on yep. the ball. Perfect defense on LeBron James for the last shot. Uh, I, I mean, this guy has played his ass off in the playoffs so many times now, uh, and you know, there's not a lot of guys that do this anymore that are so ch- like like he's still borderline All Star during the regular season, and he also has the unfortunate uh, you know task of being a guard in the west so those all-star nods are almost impossible to get for him uh you know because he he is a great he's an elite talent but there's just so many elite talents now he's gonna have to have like a 30 point season uh to ever have that happen uh but where does jamal murray rank in terms of postseason performers right now in the nba because we i i don't think there's many people who get up for these big games quite as well as uh, as, as Jamal because he he goes off he can do no. it on both ends of the court uh, his jump shot just never seems to waver uh and you know the, the, and there's a lot of superstars in the NBA that we've seen uh, <laughs> Jason Tatum uh Jalen Brown uh that have <laughs> just kind of stunk when they get into the playoffs uh or yeah. our kids can't find the consistency Jamal Murray is Pretty much as straight as an arrow, uh, which is ironic. Uh, and yeah, he, he, he's always ready to come out there and perform. Uh, so, I mean, uh, Jordan, Jamal Murray, what, what do you think? Uh, do you think he cracked your top five of uh, a playoff performers? Well, Matt, first of all, like you said many times, Jamal Murray could have been you. If you stayed in Kitchener, you would be on the Nuggets, balling with Joker. He's a little taller uh, than me. I'll give him that. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. But uh, does, sim- he, does he similar skill set? Like, mm-hmm. athleticism? He, have, he, doesn't have the, he probably doesn't have the handle. Hell no, 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 no. You're, you're you, you've got a lot on him, Matt. So mm-hmm. I want you to, I want you to hold that, um, you know, as we move forward. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it's so crazy, like what he's doing, like, like to average in a Western Conference Final, thirty-two and a half points, six, almost six and a half rebounds, five and a half assists. He averaged three steals per game in this yeah. series. Yep, like he was. And he shot over 40% from three. Uh, he, he shot 50, 40, 90. 40% yeah. from three, 52% from the field, and 95% from the three-throw line. That's, like, one of the craziest, like, stat lines ever. And I know it was a four-game, not-all-that-competitive sweep, but, like, that, that that is insane. Like, if, you, yeah. if, you, if you're able to sort of hold on to those type of numbers for longer, like, I, I'm not, I don't have his playoff numbers for the entire playoff run in front of me, but they got to be kind of similar to that. He's been good all yep. year uh, or all uh, playoffs so far. Um, that is insane. Like talk about historic stuff. That is actually fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and that is something I sort of looked at in the, at the beginning of this series, when I picked nuggets in five, I thought the Lakers would get one um, was that, you know, the Lakers didn't really have anyone to deal with Jamal Murray. Well, uh, and he really, he, he took full advantage of that. Like he just, you know, it, the, the the thing about him too, like going back to the bubble, like I I I never thought it was because of the bubble that he was better. I I kind of uh, I was like, he he does seem like you know one of those guys. Yeah, like you're saying during the regular season, it's hard for him to sort of you know it's it he kind of plays with this like recklessness and this like like when he's when he's fired up and when he's taking these really sort of uh you know shots that are kind of audacious. Like he just goes and pulls up. Uh, from from deep, like off the dribble and like splashes them. Mm-hmm. You don't really get a chance as much in the regular season to have games like that because the games aren't necessarily that close. Like there's there's not that much intensity. So I think like he's he's one of those guys who just gets up for it. And that's what I saw in the bubble. Like when he was going, you know, mano a mano against freaking Donovan Mitchell in that series. Uh, and then against the Clippers, like he he he's a guy who like really likes the challenge. And when you read like profiles about him and, you know, go back and like uh, talk about his childhood and everything like his dad and everyone he trained with like out shooting free throws in the snow and freaking meditating and mm-hmm. all the all the crazy shit he did just to, to make it into the league feels like he he did all that for for the big moments and then when, when you have the regular season when they're not there's not that intensity and that sort of need to dig deep he kind of you know he, he struggles to be consistent but um yeah i think i think you're just seeing that again like in the bubble like he's he's in the playoff environment 
He's 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 there in you know in that heat of the moment, and he's just the biggest thing with him. He's just not afraid. Like I've never seen. Uh, it's it's really hard to get a guy who's just so fearless, um, and and like truly fearless in the sense that like he he's not gonna he's not gonna have in the back of his mind like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna take this step back, but I know truly it's not really a good shot, so I'm not gonna. Uh, fully follow through and like shoot it in the best. Like even if it's subconscious, you see players sometimes doing that. Like when they're two in their heads about, you know, a shot, he's just in his own zone in a completely other dimension. And there's nothing you can do. Like he's just gonna, he's he's got a beautiful mechanics on his jump shot. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and you merge that with the experience he has. And I'm sure sort of the perspective he has now after missing so much time with injury, he's just, he's just a killer. Like he just, he's not taking any of this for granted. Um, and, and it's not just jump shots. He's going in at the, the he's going to the basket. He's, he's, uh, assisting well, like, you know, compared to Jokic, you don't have to do, you, you don't have to do quite as much as, as a quote unquote point guard when you've got Jokic on your team, but mm-hmm. you know, he's still, he's still spreading the ball around when he needs to. Um, and, and then, yeah, the last thing is just defensively, he's competing. Like I feel like we, we, we have to, when like there's certain guys who come into the league and we just say, you know, after the first few seasons, like, ah, okay, they're not going to be that good of a de- defender. That's fine. Whatever. Especially if they're good offensively. But I think we got to give guys more of a chance to sort of develop. I mean, if you look at, yeah, look yeah. at a guy like Devin Booker, Devin Booker is now a, an elite, like solid NBA defender. And that wasn't true when he first started out. And I f- kind of feel like a similar thing's happening with Jamal Murray, this playoff run where it's like, Really? It, can you pick on pick on him that easily? It's just like, about he, if you want to if you want to take and he if, competes. If you want to take winning seriously. If you actually want to do it, you yeah, can exactly. become a good defender. There's a lot of those guys out there that just don't want to yeah. put that work in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this year, it's it's, it's uh, it's, I've just I've seen it. Like he's just he's he's locked in. He knows where to be. And if you if you do all those things, compete. Uh, you know, uh, you know, move your feet, hustle. Uh, sort of, you know, put put the re- required effort in, and sort of it, you know be there mentally to know what to do, then the only thing you have to overcome is, uh, you know, if you're a bit smaller. Um, but that's actually, like, I think that's a misconception too. Like, people get picked on because they're dumb. People don't get picked on because they're small. Look at Kyle Lowry. Like, mm-hmm. he's a tiny little guy. You, Julius Randle, huge guys, can't, yeah, Chris Paul. You can't post those guys up just because they're small because they're strong. They have a you know a bunch of little tricks. They know exactly what to do. They know how to be physical. So it's not really about you know your body necessarily. It obviously doesn't help if you're a really small guy. But um, you know it's if you have all the other things, you can overcome that. And I'm seeing that th- this year from, from from Murray. So he's he he's just been I I don't know what to say. Like to have the, the <laughs> like the stats between Murray and Jokic uh, this series are just like all time stuff. That's like you know in terms of a duo putting up numbers, that's, uh, you know, bird McHale, uh, magic mm-hmm. Kareem, Kobe Shaq shit. It's, it's well, insane. And, and that's the, the craziest part of all this is, you know, I, I, I knew they were probably just going to give to Jokic and it, it could, it's the, it doesn't matter. It's a, I think I, 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 as an old head at this point, I'm, I'm cool to say that these conference finals MVPs mean nothing. Uh, and I don't think the players would give a shit. I don't think the players give a shit about them either. Uh, yeah. Jokic is going to like, uh, <laughs> and then the, you know, they moved on. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, because again, it's just conference finals MVP. As far as I understand, it's not supposed to be from the first three rounds of play. It's just the conference finals. You know, Jamal Murray could have easily won the conference finals MVP in this year. Yep. Uh, you know, but I mean, either way, you know, Jokic had a tremendous season as well, our series as well. Pardon me. Uh, and I mean, it, even you know, coming down to the wire, fifteen and twelve. Yeah, insane. Uh, I mean, and, and you look at uh, like like even the last Jesus play, Christ. like these guys aren't just like stat, like like you know beating them up when they're close. Like all these games, like it was a close sweep. Like this was, yeah, a, was. a very competitive series, even though it was yeah. a sweep. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. shades of uh, you know the Portland Trailblazers and the Golden State Warriors in uh, 2019. Uh, they, this has happened before, yeah. and uh, you know it'll happen again. But it is rare the the the, the actual competitive sweep um but you know it, it even yeah. came down to the, the the kind of the last shot or shot or two uh and you know Jokic hitting that insane fall away nearly uh three over anthony davis like i that shot i generally I, I that one i thought okay this is just a bad shot this is not gonna go he's literally yeah. cocking it back straight two-handing it from yeah. behind his head catapult engaged uh and then nothing but butter nothing but net uh, yeah. playing that sweet string music and uh, I, I think that's just kind of a testament again to Jokic's development, the the Nuggets having that faith in a, a guy like this, uh, and, and yeah. just kind of riding with uh, the hot hand. So I mean, 
The the Nuggets, I think, are, you know, it, for for vibes right now, I mean, if they go against the Heat, like I told you all, you know, off the air, you know, that I don't want either side to lose. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah just, I know. That, just uh, the, 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 the vibes are amazing right now in Denver, and, uh, you know, you just got to – Got to shout out the uh, the big dogs over there, and I mean they, they've got a lot of great role players. I mean uh, Aaron Gordon had a great game uh, to close oh, out God, the yeah. series as well. Yep. Uh, after kind of struggling a little bit there, KCP was red hot shooting yep. the ball. Uh, you know they, they, they've they've really been able to put ah. together a, a strong competitive squad uh, in Denver, and uh, you know they they've really found guys who complement each other well. They like each other. Uh, I mean this is a, a a masterclass from both the uh, players on the court but the front office should also give themselves a pat on the back for being able to uh, develop and scout out like a lot of these guys are homegrown or they were uh, traded and acquired for homegrown uh, you know prospects that they were able to get. So I'm uh, yeah. I'm, I'm very impressed all the way around from uh, the Nuggets organization. Yeah, yeah, and and you know this is their first ever NBA Finals. I think they made an ABA Finals uh, way back in the day. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah I mean, they've just uh, they've just been been like I don't want to say they've been like incredible this year because you know they were the number one seed, but it it was tight. Like you know they they didn't pull away all that much. They were clearly the best team in the West, and then. Down the stretch, everyone was sort of scratching their heads of what was going on. Jokic was resting these games. They looked like shit. Their defense mm-hmm. looked bad. Um, but, like, it's been great to see them really turn it on in the playoffs and look like they did earlier in the year when they were kind of just destroying people. I think people forgot very quickly. Um, and and sort of what we were saying about Jamal Murray, about his defense, I want to just expand that out for 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 all of the, the Nuggets in general. Mm-hmm. They are a good defensive team. Like the they're 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 actually really good. Like when well, they want to the, be the way that you know, yeah, 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 exactly. They're not gifted enough just to walk into it. But like when they when they're locked in, like if you have guys like uh you know between Murray, Jokic, and Porter, uh, your three best offensive players. That's that's not a lot of defensive talent, but. They were really smart in filling out the roster in, you know, having KCP, Aaron Gordon, and Bruce Brown as your sort of next three guys. And when you inject those good defenders in there and you sort of, you know, you're playing with them all year. If if you're one of those top three guys, you see, you know, sort of the habits and what good defenders do. As long as you, like, mix in the good defenders with the bad ones, you can become a good unit. And that's what I've seen from them. Like, they're a good unit defending, even though you've got guys who are a bit weaker. Like... Murray and Jokic want to be good at it, like we were just saying. Murray's, Murray's, uh, you know, competing on the perimeter. And Jokic is, I think, much better holding up inside. I mean, Anthony Davis couldn't score against Jokic one-on-one. Like, Jokic was pretty pretty easily sort of standing him up in there. Yeah. AD had a few good games, and there was, you know, some certain instances where he had trouble with them. But Jokic is a good interior defender. I'm totally prepared to say that. Like, I, he's yeah. not a good... You know, and he gets dragged out in the pick and roll. Obviously, he can't really keep up with guys, but he's, got he's, the he's getting better. At, yeah, but he, he can do the drop a little bit. And, you know, he uh, the, the thing, though, that is like p- people don't think about for him. And, and I, I think I mentioned it in one of our last podcasts is that sure. Yeah, he doesn't fly over for any weak side blocks. He's not really getting off the ground. But what he does is rebound the hell out of the defensive glass like he's mm-hmm. always in there and so he stops second chance points for the other team constantly uh which was you know supposed to be a lakers you know sort of strong suit um you know i, I thought they were going to get much more than they did but that's because Jokic is always in there he's never puts himself out of position he always he sort of gu- guards his guy straight up he doesn't over help he doesn't leave the back door open all that much like he's a good you know in, in the way that he can be good um you know he's he's sort of He's, he's contributing to this defensive identity of this team. So, like, yep. all in all, I'm just, I'm just so impressed. And, you know, offensively, we, we all know knew what they were. They're just this absolute – like, I've, I I don't know if I've ever seen a better offense than this. And, like, w- when you've got those two guys, um, you know, playing at the level that they're playing, but you know you're always going to get a good shot no matter what's going on because you, <laughs> you can send however many doubles towards Jokic, do whatever you want. Like – Matt, have you ever seen a guy so many times fucking throw a pass, sort of leading the guy to where you want to go? Like Jokic, the guy, uh, 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 so Michael Porter Jr., whoever these guys, Aaron Gordon, don't even have to be open. But yeah. if, as long as they're running sort of the right direction, Jokic will throw the ball where they need to go. All they have to do is watch the ball. They'll go to it yeah. and then find themselves wide open. Another way. It's just, it's insane the amount of easy shots he finds like in the half court, like mm-hmm. in the fucking... 
dogfight half court NBA, uh, you know, uh, offense. Yeah, finding easy shots just because he's a better passer and has a better vision than anyone. It's just it's insane. Like it's it's so hard to to contain this offense. So like on both sides, this is a a hell of a team, and they they definitely deserve to be where they are. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's 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 great. And honestly, as a third as a third guy, I've been impressed with Michael Porter Jr. He hasn't needed to step up more than Shooting sort of shit out of the what, rock. Yeah, like what what he's capable of doing, but. 15 points per game on, on 40, uh, 42% from three. Um, like that's, that's all he's you need. Good. Like, yeah, he, he, he's he, he can just go out there and get that third scoring option. And if, you know, yeah. uh, Jamal's getting a little bit, uh, fatigue or yoke you know, he, he, he has no problem to say, okay, I'm going to take the next four shots and I'm going to make, uh, you know, three of them. So, yeah. uh, shooting the hell out of it. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, 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 I'm just super impressed that like the, of all the teams, like all, all these other teams, uh, you know, the, the the Celtics, obviously, you know, the, the Lakers were flawed. You know, they're out. We don't have to talk about them anymore. The Celtics, obviously flawed. You know, as whenever they, unless they pull off the impossible, well, once they're out, we'll talk about their flaws. The Heat as a as an eight seed making it here. I mean, they 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 showed last night they, they still have flaws. Like the Nuggets are the last team where I'm looking at them. I'm like, sure, they have a little, you know, small issues here and there, but they look like the... The one team left that is, uh, you know, a true sort of juggernaut, a team that's mm-hmm. well balanced everywhere, that has everything to win, um, and uh, yeah, congrats to the Nuggets, man. They and they've been building to this for a while too. It doesn't feel uh, like you said very home, like it's it's been very homegrown. They've drafted yep. their three best guys, um, you know, kept them around, paid them, same coach for a long time. It's uh, it's a feel good story, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, anyone who has any who, who thinks that the Nuggets are an underdog story, please shut the hell up. Uh, they won 60 games. Uh, the, uh, the, the the I know you said that you know we don't have to talk about them, but we're gonna talk about them. The the, the Lakers, we gotta kind of pick it yeah. up. So, you know, give them their swan song, the exit interview. Uh, you know, just kind of look over the the husk of what their seasons uh, left. At the end of the day, if you're a Lakers fan, you gotta actually be pretty happy. You overachieved. You overachieved oh, yeah. like in like crazy. Like looking the the fact that they they had to play the Warriors, who was probably another team who kind of ended up overachieving, shot themselves yep. in the foot so much throughout the year. Uh there's a lot you can say about this uh you know the series uh, and the Lakers season as a whole, but I mean overall, even when you overachieve, it was still successful. You you were uh you know you were in the conference finals, you had a chance to get there. You played a, a potentially, you know, uh one of a kind team uh mm-hmm. and, and it is what it is. Um but of course, the the big story right now comes from LeBron James, uh, you know, hinting at a, a possible retirement. Uh, he really uh, skedaddled his ass off the court uh, once yep. the, uh, the the game four came to a close. But I would just like to say right now, Jordan, and this is uh, I, I, you might as well just take this as fact. Uh, anyone who's listening right now, uh, take it as fact. There's no chance in hell LeBron is retiring. There's no way he's retiring on a sweep where he's missed. The last shot <laughs> to uh, tie the game. There's no I mean, fucking awesome. way. I and love it. That and also, do you think the NBA would let him do that? He, they, <laughs> they, they they have their hook so deep in that guy. There's no way you not think that you think that LeBron James, one of the greatest players that's ever lived, is going to just quietly retire. They are going to nope. do a mega farewell tour. LeBron James yeah. last game here. LeBron James last game here. LeBron's comments as he's played his last All Star game. There are going to be. In a huge media circus. When LeBron is ready to retire, he is going to call the shot. So yep. if anybody is actually worried about LeBron retiring, it's not happening. Not happening. Uh, and also, we're all forgetting. You know, he's it's crazy. People just after this game, you know, oh yeah, LeBron looks tired. Oh, he can't do this. LeBron can't. And it's like, are we watching the same fucking thing? Like, yeah, he's not. He's not. Uh, you know, the same player. He's still doing shit that ninety nine percent of the league can't do. Like, he's well, still one have, of the 40, best players. 40, 10, and nine. 40, 10, and nine, or something in that game. And, and like, you know, I'll, I'll say this: he kind of had the Clay Thompson, you know, one hot quarter, and then the rest of it down yeah. the stretch was pretty, pretty buns. But I mean, overall, like this guy's got. You know, he's. I'm sure he's fucking tired. I mean, that's that's one thing. But I, I, I think LeBron could easily still play at least another year or two at a, a high level. I mean, uh, you know, if you really wanted to keep playing to play with the Suns, he could come off the bench and just say fuck it and just kind of chill. But I mean, he's too good. And I, yeah. at this point, LeBron is just never going to be bad uh, completely. Uh, you know, yeah. he, he, his his efficiency and all that might go down, but he he'll never be a bad player. Everyone expects him to kind of have that Michael Jordan season, you know, where he's kind of really you know, notices his age is taking a toll. Father time will never defeat LeBron James, uh, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure of it that he's yeah. going to be uh, the one to tell him, you know, I'm I'm ready to go. 
that's uh, yeah, that's walk yeah, off yeah. into the sunset. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was hilarious that he 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 said that, said all that stuff about retiring. I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't think anyone and yeah, no one's gonna believe that 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 would be his his final moments on a court, getting fucking stuffed by Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon. Yeah. going to his left uh you know and then walking out like there, there's no way um and you know w- w- why he said all that uh, uh, you know could be could be for a number of reasons that you know there's the not wanting to sort of wanting to shift all the talk uh about you know from him getting swept to this you know that's that's one thing um or you know using it as leverage to sort of scare the lakers into you want to get Kyrie or something, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it plays out, but obviously he did it for a reason, but yeah, there's no way that he's going to retire. Um, he's still like, but, but it, it did show like, yeah, like again, yeah, a hundred percent. You're right. This Lakers season overachieved. They started two and 10. I did not think there was any way in hell they were even going to make the playoffs or, or I thought maybe they would, but, but you know, they, they wouldn't get very far at all to make it to the conference finals in a competitive, you know, four games against mm-hmm. the Nuggets is great. But I will say again, your third best player was Austin Reeves, which is awesome. That's a great gem that you found. But that can't be that, that no. you know, that, that, that that's not going to get you all the way over the hump. So, you know, they do have stuff that they can do in the offseason. Like, I, I think if they can keep Reeves and Hachimura, which is what they've said they want to do, that's great because Hachimura was freaking awesome for them. He looked like a perfect sort of bench or role guy for, for, for this team. But they need... They need another guy. They need a guy who can, and, and honestly, it might be Kyrie. It, it's probably going to be Kyrie. I, yeah, I, I think that's kind of crazy, but it's probably going to be Kyrie. But in terms of what he can bring for you, you know, in sort of, you know, as I say at the end of a game or something, sort of in this best case scenario version of Kyrie on the court, it is pretty, that is kind of what the Lakers needed. Like they could, they shouldn't have been going to LeBron to try and close these games to try and freaking isolate against Jokic and then back it up and pretend like he's going to go to the rim like a bunch of times. Like LeBron can't, can't do that. Like he, he, he's definitely not, you know, he's, I agree that he's still going to be good no matter what, but he's, he's good in different ways now. Like he can't, he just can't be that guy to play a full game. I mean, he played all fucking 48 minutes last night, like 47 minutes and a few, most of you know the 48th minute um like he he doesn't have the energy to 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 close games anymore and he's never even been particularly good at that Uh, he's always kind of deferred to other guys when he can so you get a guy like Kyrie in there um jesus you pray for i don't know maybe a bit more of a consistent or or less injury filled anthony davis sort of experience i don't know if you can ever count on that but i mean hey credit to ad he had some good games and they got to the conference finals that's that's fine i guess but um like, yeah, the, 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 the Lakers team as constructed, they just need a closer and, and, uh, you know, they, they need a guy. I heard, did you see the thing about maybe Trey young? What a ridiculous thing that would be. Please that don't would, do that. That would um, not work. <laughs> that would be so stupid. Um, but, but yeah, like overall, I mean, you, you, you got close. Like, I, I really think you were missing that, that sort of vital element. So I don't think this, this at all was not, this was not, um, you know, a, a disappointing series to lose. You didn't have home court. You're coming all the way up from being a seventh seed. You won two series, uh, on the road. Like, yeah, you're playing. Yeah. And then the, you, in a tight playing game, you almost lost for God's sake. Like you squeak yep. by, you got all this luck. Uh, and you lose to a much, much superior team. And and yeah, like I'm saying, like, did we really think they were going to win with that roster? I read it out last, last uh, podcast or whatever. Uh, Reeves, Hachimura, fucking yeah. D'Angelo Russell, who might have to be over with Dwight soon because holy that guy shit. fucking sucks. Holy. <laughs> um, that's uh, a good, you know, though. You had, the, you had the take, man. The worst starting point guard in the league. Yeah, that's a good I one just, to sit on. I, it, it has played out well. I mean, he's shooting the ball earlier in the year, but holy shit, uh, shooting the ball well earlier. But this this was, yeah, uh, an awful series for him. I mean, and the, the other guys like like Vanderbilt and, and you, you go and you trade for, uh, um, oh, my God, who's the third guy they traded for that didn't play? I'm forgetting his well, name. We got who's Malik on the Beasley. Bench? Malik, Malik Beasley. Yeah, yeah. Trading for Malik Beasley who doesn't even play. Like, um, yeah, th- that was not a championship team. Anyone no. who's trying to say that's a championship team, it's fucking crazy. I hey, mean, Malik they were Beasley they had a championship said that top if they, two. Uh, if they had the whole, uh, they had a whole season together, uh, then they would well, win they, the championship. No one would they, beat them. They, they, they would be in a better spot. They probably would have, you know, they would have been much better seating wise. And you know, who knows? But that's still not a championship team. So, uh, like you said off the top, you should be happy, Lakers fans. 
I don't think they are. I think it's, no. it, you know, the, the, in the building, the vibes Spoiled. are a bit weird. Like they, you know, they didn't get a home. They, they, they get to the conference finals, but they don't get a home win. Um, and, you know, uh, I think uh, with all the success that they've seen, not recently, but, you know, back through the Kobe days, this was probably not the best one to, 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 to sort of see. But anyway, yeah, the, the, the Lakers, definitely overachieved and and they can fix this they just need a closer of some kind a guard ideally because you can't you can't be can't be thinking that dennis Schroeder is your savior even though he's he played all right this year but uh, yeah yeah uh yeah overall better season yeah like yeah you, you can't be you can't be upset with this um and don't worry lebron's yeah he's not retiring there's no way well uh to move on here now to the uh the other series on the east coast the Boston Celtics staying alive for now, uh, picking up the, uh, the the game four win to avoid the sweep in enemy territory. Uh, you know, I thought this we one waited till today to too. Yeah, we yeah, waited. We, we uh, thought we thought it'd be a finals preview, so we waited for Wednesday. But Boston, yeah, sorry guys. Uh, not only did you not get a Monday episode, but uh, who knows? Maybe uh, you you guys got fucked out of uh, even getting a, a Friday episode because uh, <laughs> you know if they if the, unless something big happens, we might not uh, even bother with the, the Friday uh, podcast. But uh, that, that might, by Monday, you guys will have a banger. Uh, yep. But uh, to, uh, to just talk about the game, talk about the series as a whole, uh, it's. It, 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 I think the big thing we need to focus on right now is just the realistic, the real, the realistic chance that the Celtics could even make it to Game Six, Game Seven. How that you know they can make this comeback if they can do it. Uh, and Jordan, I'm, I'm interested to get your take here. What percentage would you give the Celtics to make this comeback? Because where I'm looking at it right now, if they take it one game at a time, the Celtics have a chance to win every single game. They do. I mean, that's just the facts. I mean, they, they uh, talent-wise, they are the better team. Depth-wise, they are the better team. Have they been playing like the better team? Have they been using their depth wisely? No, they haven't. But they are the better team. For anyone who thinks that the, the Heat are, you know, some kind of star-studded cast, they aren't. They are just playing very, very, very great basketball all together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when I look at this, I honestly don't think that it would be ridiculous for them to pull off this comeback. You know, they need three wins in a row, uh, and you know they're going to have one. They have two games of that at home, and I mean, not that that means anything since they dropped both games at home, but they did play better. Uh, you know, at home they did on the road. So my uh, my, my I'm going to give them a 50 percent chance, Jordan, of doing this. I think that there is a wow. very good chance Point of them off. being able to pull it off. I think you know, I, like I said. If they've won this game, they've delayed us from being able to, uh, you know, just start speculating about the uh, the conference finals. They better at least take this to seven. Because if they're not going to take this to seven, yeah. these are just meaningless, pointless games, and we're kind of wasting our time here, wasting our breath. So, uh, I, but, but altogether, I do think if Tatum and Brown can put it together, these role players can kind of shake the cobwebs. If uh, Missoula can just not, like, like, at this point, he's kind of turned himself into, like, one of the, <clears throat> like, worst-looking coaches in the league. Like, he had a decent... Like play like a decent regular season, and like we said, they he kind of inherited the uh, the the Maserati. Uh, he just kind of got handed the keys and was let let to yeah. go uh, rip around without his learner's permit. Uh, I mean, he yeah. is uh, like looking like he, he's just he's been so exposed in the playoffs for not knowing what he's doing. Like I, I like no matter how the season ends, if you're the Celtic, you might want to look at just replacing him as well. Uh, you know, there, there's reports that you know they're, they're uh, apparently they're still not over the firing of Ime Doka, so I, I, I yeah, don't really yeah. get I don't really get that still. But I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so I, I'm I'm interested to you know, see what you think uh, if uh, this team could actually kind of rally together and make this comeback. Because again, no NBA team in all of the history of the NBA, you know, uh, over 75 years here now, 78 maybe we're at 77. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it's just 76. Regardless, no one's ever been able to pull off a three zero comeback uh, in, a, in a best of seven. So I mean, Jordan, do you, do you think that uh, they've they've got a chance to do it, or do you think that the Heat are going to be able to call this uh, this one wraps in Game Six or Game Five well, rather? Yeah, well, I, I I honestly don't know. Like this this has been this is like the series obviously is fucked with all the computer calculations, all the sports books. Like no one knew. Like you know, the, the Heat just going up 3-0 was just such an insane thing that the, the, the Heat were able to do. But it does feel different. Like, you know, like you're saying, Boston has home court. The, 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 they've had it the entire series. You know, the, the um, Heat are an eight seed, for God's sake. Like, they've looked they've looked all, all year, aside from when they've caught fire in these playoffs. 
like a like a team that's not really one to to, to worry about. Um, and then you know you have the Celtics that roll over in Game Three on the road, but then somehow completely wake up for 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 Game Four. And I'm like, what? Why didn't you wake up for Game Three? You know, you know the history. Yeah. You know that if you go down three zero, it's probably over. So. Uh, and, 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 you know, yeah, there's a clip of, you know, Jason Tatum rolling his eyes on the bench. Guys talking about Missoula, you know, and the, 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 whether Tatum team likes each other court. or not. He walked right off the court at the end of yeah. the second, uh, at yeah. the end of the first half. Like the, the vibes, like we're, we're, we're talking about vibes, team chemistry. The Celtics out of the four, like the Celtics have a worse team chemistry than the Lakers, which is fucked. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. hundred uh, percent. And, and, and so that's why a game like, like last night, I'm like, what am I supposed to make of this? Like, are you guys playing... Like, I just don't know how they're going to respond in game five. Like, I don't know, because a lot of the times that Boston crowd, when it's hyped up, it kind of works against them. And it's going to be it's going to be interesting to sort of feel who feels the pressure, because obviously the pressure is going to be on the heat to sort of, you know, finish these guys off in every one of these mm-hmm. games. But I, I I do think when you get in that building, when the game starts to get tight, you know, especially if it's tight in the second half, as long as the Heat are are playing well and hitting some of their shots, um, I I could see the pressure shifting right back over to the Celtics. To, you know, they they've got to win to stay alive. You know, every single time here. Um, so I, I just don't know. I just don't know what version of the Celtics team I'm going to get. Like I just, yeah. it, it's so hard to predict because it really seems to be about them. I know what Miami's going to bring every night. Then they're either going to. Hit hit their shots and and sort of put up more points than you think, or they're not, and it's you know they're they're not going to be as good, but they're still going to be tough to beat. They're still going to yeah. keep coming at you. Um, like I'm not worried about what version of the the heat I'm going to get, but it's like the Celtics last night they turned up the defense. Like they, Grant Williams blocks Jimmy Butler there at the you know when he's trying to fucking turn around on him late in that game. They 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 look like the the team that they they were through you know, the regular season when they were dominant on both ends. And in the fourth quarter, they just fucking put it away. Like there was, yeah. they just made no doubt, uh, you know, that they were going to get a win. So I was like, where the hell is this energy in the first three games? So I, I really, I really don't know because uh, uh, again, like I'm saying, also they, they the jump shooting played. was a big, uh, big difference too in the fourth quarter. I, yes. I, I think I was starting to forget what it looked like <laughs> to see a, a Boston Celtic make a three pointer. Yeah, and finally, fifty percent from the field as a team, and and forty percent from three for the game. Like they they finally shot better than the Heat. Um, and like we so yeah, I don't I, I just don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. know how like hyped up, and I, I I don't believe I don't know if I can believe you know what what freaking Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart said. You know, don't don't let us get one. We're gonna come. I'm like. Are, is that true? Are you guys going to rally together and sort of band together and, and do this? Or do you guys not even fucking like each other? And like, what, what do, yeah. do, are you going to listen to Joe Mazzullo when he fucking gets you in the, the, the pregame huddle in the locker room to sort of hype you guys up? Like, this is such a confounding team. It's so weird. They play so weirdly at home. They're, it's, it's, it's kind of a home court advantage, but it's kind of not. As soon as things start going bad, the fans start uh, kind of getting antsy and then the, the players get tight. So long story short, Matt, I have no fucking idea what's going to happen. I could, I could see one of two things happen though. I think if the Celtics win, it's a blowout. It's a classic like Celtics from last year, sort of just defensive shutdown, get out and run, hit a bunch of threes. Or if it's close, I'm going to go that the heat, yeah. the heat do it again. Cause I think that the Celtics Celtics is fucking sphincters and assholes are going to be fucking <laughs> tight. If it's close in the, in the fourth quarter or the end of the third quarter, if it's close, I I don't see uh, I don't see we'll put it this way I don't see Smart Tatum and Brown rising to the occasion somehow in a close game at home because they haven't yeah. shown that they can do that against the Heat. Um, and then in the scenario that they do blow them out and win, then Game Six gets interesting because if if all you're thinking if you're in Boston is you only have to win one game really because you know that Game Six is the only one that should be your mindset from here on out you only have to win one game but truly mm-hmm. going on that the road down to to, to Miami for Game Six it's going to be a lot of miles that are going to be on the, this older Heat team all you have to have is another hot shooting night like you did last night and then you bring it back for Game Seven um, but hey like I said in the preview I fully expect them if that happens to lose on their home court in game seven to, to the heat. So either way, get these Celtics out of there. I I do at the end of the day, even though it can happen as like a much higher seed and a much superior team becoming that first team to come back from three Oh, please basketball gods. Don't let it be this team that does it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, that would, that would be uh, that, that it wouldn't really feel right. It wouldn't be great. Uh, I would be so mad. I'd be so mad. 
it would just be based on a, a talent discrepancy, I think, at that point. Which, uh, again, like I said, I think that's a, that's going to be a, a huge you know piece to to, to look at uh, you know as we kind of progress through the rest of this series. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they, the Celtics have pretty much just, and again, I think this kind of falls back to Missoula, but like they they just haven't been able to understand what the this Heat team is doing right and how yeah. to counteract it and. I think that it's kind of embarrassing because the Celtics have the perfect personnel to just stop this. Like they could yep. be, the series could be you know, the three-one uh, the other way if they actually understood. Look at this team. Jimmy Butler is doing everything. He is the driving force for every single play, every single action that moves through that court is going through Jimmy Butler in some way or another. All you have to do is let him get his. He can have thirty points, fifteen and ten. Who cares? All you need to do. Is shut down the guys that he's feeding. Max yeah. Struess, Gabe Vincent, uh, even Bam. You know they did a good job clamping him down in the second half there. Uh, but yep. for real, what like like what are these guys going to do to you if you make them the primary options? Because if you can just let Jimmy Butler do whatever and then just take those guys out of the equation, just uh, like lock down those role players, this Heat team isn't going to be able to do it because they feast off of playing team basketball. All you have to do is make them play a different game plan. And you can do it. You can force their hand. Like, they're not yeah. going to pass up these open shots. They're not going to pass up open layups. Like, you have the talent and the scoring to go out there and go bucket for bucket with Jimmy. So yeah. I, I I just don't, like, like that would be my my game plan. That would be my idea. You know, just just let him get his and make sure that these, uh, you know, you're not getting killed by all these undrafted players, all these bench players. I mean, Caleb Martin uh, you know, another uh, another solid game. You know, he wasn't able to. Uh, I don't. I don't think he scored in the uh, the the second half. But I mean, he's still been a, a, an amazing talent for them throughout the playoffs and especially this series. So I mean, there's there's a lot of guys in this team that really are kind of exceeding expectations and they're playing better than anyone really expected them to. Uh, like, like this is pretty much the best version of this team possible. Uh, and you were able to beat them once. So all you have to do is just kind of take these guys out of the equation. Focus on uh, you know just uh, playing your game offensively, and then on defense, just leave leave Jimmy Butler alone. Let him do whatever he wants. That 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 that's kind of my my only real thought process to how they could beat them. Because uh, at this point, I just don't think that they, as we said, like I don't think they're mentally tough enough. I don't think the mental fortitude's there for the Celtics to be able to you know say, okay, you know what, we're just gonna play our game and we're gonna try and outscore the Heat. It won't happen because you know what, they're gonna get punched in the mouth once, and all these guys are gonna go running home. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. That's the thing. Like, just uh, they've always had the ability. Like you said, I mean, everyone, everyone, you know, I, I picked the Heat in uh, in seven because of this weird mental thing that the Celtics seem to have. But everyone, everyone, uh, you know, most people picked the Celtics at least, at least if you were going based off talent. So they've always had the the ability to do this. And and like you said, they match up well. Like they they don't really play. The Celtics don't play any bad players, sort of uh, in terms of their two-way ability. They've got guys who can hit shots and defend. Um, you know, obviously, you know, last night's game they throw Derek White in the starting lineup, and they they do the you know classic Jomas uh, you know thing. You know, get as many fucking small guys out there as you want. Like I said, if, if he could play five point guards, he he would. Yep. Uh, you know, th- switch switch out fucking uh, you know Horford for for Brogdon, and there's his dream starting lineup. Um, but like they 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 did what that vision sort of looked like they succeeded at that. It's just shooting a whole bunch of threes, 40, they got up 45 to the heats 32 um, and, and hit 40%. And you know, that they, 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 they can do that. They can, they, they, they have the ability to outscore the heat, but, but again, if you're not hitting an outrageous clip uh, or, or if the game's sort of more even, then you're just, you're giving up, you, you've sort of, I don't know. You've almost completely given up your your defensive identity from last year. That's the biggest thing between Missoula and, and Udoka, and uh, you know, I, I think I think the Heat are smart enough. They're veteran enough to keep taking advantage of that, and we'll just see. Like there, there, there. The time will come again where Joe Missoula has to make an adjustment, and if he's going to do it, we'll see. I don't know, but like so far, he's just he's just been had his ass beat, and then he's yeah. sort of walked into a good like. This has nothing to do with Joe Missoula, uh, unless you count putting Derek White in the starting lineup as as something that that uh, you know don't think he, so he <laughs> is an adjustment. But like that's not really something I I I'm gonna consider. So like 
And 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 oh yeah, he well he started he started game three as well. I was I was going back to think like what the hell. But there, there's been times where he's been brought off the bench where he's been not really um, you know as active and and you know he he was he was maybe their third most important player all year. Derek White was he's been huge for them. But Missoula's mm-hmm. went away from him a bunch of times. So you know it, we'll we'll see what fucking happens. I, I I again I would not be surprised if the Celtics did win. But I, I do think it's going to have to be one of those games where it's not even in question because they, they just they 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 they're unable to close like they, they just they, they fall apart under the pressure. And I don't think it's um I don't think it's one particular person or for one particular reason. I think it's the coach, the, the, the players, sort of the game plan all coming together to just not not give you the result you want at the end of a close game. So, yeah, the Celtics can win, but they better not make it close. That's that's all I'm going to say. Well, uh, you know what, Jordan? Jimmy Butler did put an end to Joe Missoula's college basketball career uh, way, way back. Uh, Mark at West Virginia. Maybe he'll put an end, put the nail That's in his coffin crazy. for his, uh, his his coaching career as well. We'll see. Uh, but everybody, this is Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel. Be sure to follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk for any updates, scheduling updates, especially since we're on kind of a walkie schedule right now. Uh, I'll be letting you guys know right now, okay. and I'm letting Jordan know right now. I know he's in agreement. We got the same wave wavelength here. Uh, if the yeah. Boston Celtics are able to extend this series, uh, you know, on on, on Thursday, uh, and we are going to see a game six, we'll be back Monday. Uh, but if Miami Heat are able to shut things down, we'll be back for you guys on Friday, recapping that series and, of course, previewing the NBA Finals. Uh, but uh, the, so be on the lookout uh, for Sounds that. Good. It's, it's going to be a situ- situational recording. So uh, remember that Heat win Friday. Celtics win Monday. Uh, but this has been Big say Dog Ball Talk. Say it with Ball us talk. now, children. We, yeah, say it, say it along. Sing it along here. Alex, put the, the words <laughs> at the bottom of the screen. Uh, this will be good. <laughs> yeah, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it'll be um, good. Yeah. They can do it. Any little song you want to do, Alex, uh, feel free. Feel free. Yeah, yeah, it'll be nice. Uh, but this has been Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Eckford and Jordan Flegel. Uh, we will be back soon. And as my good friend Jordan always says. Sometimes pencils are are better than pens, Matt. You ever hold a pencil? Uh, you know, I'm holding one today. Memories, man. Memories brought back. I never use pencils anymore. Yeah, but uh, these pencils, goddamn. Yeah, you, know, you got the make eraser like on the to. one end. They've got Love to chew the eraser. Everyone's got You got to bite the head ew. off that eraser once in your life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Biting it off was uh, good. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> everyone out there, the go hold time. a pencil. For the man. good you'll times, be, you'll be taken back. Uh, for the good times, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, graphite pencil. Um, mm. I love you, man. And happy birthday, Iris. Give Iris a pencil. Let her write Woo-hoo. out her own birthday message, man. Party time. Do it. <laughs>